Hello there, content creators. You're listening to the She's Got Content podcast, where it's all about creating content for your coaching business. I'm your host, Dr. Melissa Brown, and I'm here every week to help you get your content out of your head, out of your heart, and out there into the world, where that information and your services can impact the most people. Get ready to take notes today and then take action, content creators. Let's dive in with today's episode because you've got content to get out there. Welcome back, content creators. I know it's not always easy to know where to begin when it comes to content marketing. You understand it's important to have a body of content out there in the world to show you know your stuff. Blog articles, social media posts, a YouTube channel, a podcast, digital products, These are all some of the ways you can show off your expertise and attract people who might want to work with you, who might want to hire you for your coaching services. But how do you do the attract part of it? You might look around yourself and think that all the other coaches seem to be complete naturals in being able to get new clients. They're just better at this marketing thing you might tell yourself. That's because it looks like whenever they try to bring in new clients, it always seems like these people or okay, in your mind, you may have made up that everyone is having more success than you are. You might be thinking that you just don't get this marketing thing or you just plain hate marketing yourself in the first place. First of all, keep this in mind. Only compare yourself to an earlier version of you, yourself, not to someone else. You don't know these other people's experience. You don't know their training. You don't know what they're outsourcing or anything else really about their business. So focus on yourself. Whatever is your marketing plan. Focus on your customers. And believe me, you'll be happier and more successful than when you put yourself up to comparison with others. If you feel like you're one of those coaches who's always spinning wheels with marketing, feeling overwhelmed, not knowing where to take the next step, keep on listening. We're going to go into how to do that today. Okay, first of all, take a deep breath and then remember why you started your coaching business in the first place. And then let's just move forward, creating and setting into motion a great marketing plan. The good news is that many of your marketing efforts don't need to look or feel like marketing. In fact, you don't even have to use the word marketing. You can call it your attraction plan if you want. To get new clients, Really, the most effective techniques, they don't include bullying or manipulating followers into buying anything. Instead, it's all about helping your audience by showing them the way certain strategies have helped to find success for you, how you can help them with solutions they're already looking for. It's about building relationships. These ideas that we're going to talk about today They're designed to help you market to your audience in a manner that often doesn't look or feel like you're marketing. By looking at each of these concepts as a question, it opens a loop inside your brain. The natural tendency with brain loops is to find a way to close that loop. Your subconscious mind, your reticular activating system, the RAS, it works in the background to find an answer, a solution to a question that you ask so that you can close the brain loop. Listen to these questions as we go through this today. And if you want to jot down these questions to speak them aloud 
and keep working on solutions to close your brain loop, that might help with your success. So let's get started with the first question. The first question to ask yourself, if you hate marketing but you want new clients is, how valuable is my free offer? Or how can I make my free offer even more valuable for my people? You know, solving problems is what you do. It might not always seem like it, but at the center of it all, this is what your role is. In order to do this for your greater audience, though, the first thing you have to do is uh, understand your audience. Let me explain this with a little story. A few years ago, a young entrepreneur had found the perfect product to promote. He was so excited, he dug in, he created a beautiful website, a powerful landing page sales funnel, articles, blog posts about the product he was promoting to help children stop wetting their beds. Then he couldn't understand why his product wasn't selling like hotcakes. He had no idea what he was missing. He didn't know what his audience was hungry to hear. So he posted on a forum for marketers, and within minutes, six women had chimed in with a single word, laundry. Children wetting beds created mountains of frustrating laundry for women in the middle of the night. That was the pain point. That was the emotional trigger that would sell his products. Promise to eliminate the unnecessary laundry. Guess what? That worked. So by making a few tweaks to address the pain point of laundry, the payout was great success. So he promoted a product that solved a very real problem for his audience, and he was rewarded because he took the time to understand his audience better. Now, apply that concept to everything. What's the pain point you're addressing? Because that's where the real value is. Email marketing is one of the most important branches of your marketing tree. And I've said it before here on the podcast, don't wait to start building an email list. The best way to do that is to offer something of real value to your audience, something they can't help but want, so they're going to readily give you their valuable email address to get it. While you could use done-for-you content, private label rights, PLR, as a starting point, you're going to want to offer something really unique and innovative, something radically different from your competitors. You want to give them something that will light a fire in your audience so they not only opt in for your free offers, but they're compelled to then buy your paid product. You want to inspire them and motivate them to also act on the information so they can implement your ideas and methods and they can get a win. And you might say, well, why does that matter? If your audience is excited about the products they buy from you and the lessons these products hold, the results that they get, they're more likely to do your marketing for you by telling other people about your products and your freebies and why all their friends or their BFFs should buy your products to make differences in their lives too. Remember, one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself as a marketer, especially if you don't love the idea of marketing, is the gift of other people doing all that heavy lifting on your behalf. Whether your goal is about getting an email address for your newsletter, selling a product, or making a connection online, 
the quality of that freebie offer, it really does matter. Give away something really valuable for free and people are more interested to see the value inside the items that you sell. Because remember this, the logic is, oh my gosh, wow. If this is what's in her free stuff, can you imagine what value I'll get from the things she's offering for sale? Question number two. The second question to ask yourself, if you hate marketing, but you want new clients, is how can I find new clients locally? While the internet certainly opens up the globe for getting new coaching clients, don't forget about the locals in your community, people who could also use your services. You can start by connecting with groups on social media in your local community. Check for events that are being held locally, places where you can network or meet others who might fall into your target audience. Great place to start is your local library. They often have local events, clubs, or meetups. Look into any local bookstores. That's another great place for a local club or meetup or a networking event to be held. Think about local chamber of commerce, BNI groups, or other live networking events. Use the Meetup app for things happening in your area or check out Eventbrite. You can also look for speaking opportunities locally. Local clubs are always looking for speakers like the Kiwanis or Rotary Clubs. Many organizations put out a call for speakers when they plan events. You can often locate those on a Google search or set up an alert on talkwalker.com. That's a free service that monitors search terms that you choose. You might set industry-specific searches, such as call for speakers business or call for coaching speakers, these alerts will monitor on Google and any social media so you can get immediate notification when opportunities become available. You can even set up your own event. Try a meet and greet at a local coffee house or a restaurant. You can rent out a local meeting room, present information about your industry in general, and then finish with a special offer for your business. That setting also provides a meet and greet or a networking opportunity for everyone who shows up. So it becomes a win-win. You can even record your live version. Use that audio and slides to produce an evergreen webinar. And that becomes a lead magnet on your website. Always thinking about leveraging what you do to market your business. So don't discount the local scene. You may not have to go too far to fill your client schedule. It might depend on your niche and your actual geographic location. Obviously, there are fewer people in a country area than an urban setting. However, if your business is coaching services for something that involves farm life, you want to be looking more in the country farm setting anyway for new clients. The third question to ask yourself, if you hate marketing but you want new clients, is what other social media platforms can I leverage to shine a spotlight on my expertise. Now, you know that social networking is more than just a place to hang out with your friends and your family. It's big for business today. Big brands as well as small businesses, everyone can benefit from reaching out to their audience members and offer their expertise. 
However, when most of your competitors are strictly sticking with one or two of the bigger and best known social networks, and they ignore all the others in their marketing efforts, well, that leaves a wide open field for you to jump into and corner the market. Whatever niche you happen to be in inside those lesser known social media platforms. Now, don't make the mistake of allowing the bulk of your branding and your marketing efforts to spin out in one or two social networks. So instead, be bold, get out there and explore those other social networks that get less love from those big marketers and your competitors. This could include networks like Pinterest. You can create beautiful pins with invitations to explore your content on your website or your courses or your coaching services. LinkedIn. Post links here to your content. Engage with others right there on the platform. You can offer webinars or other virtual events to connect with others here too. There's always TikTok. You know, short videos are hot. They don't have to all live on Instagram as reels. You don't have to jump or dance around or lip sync. You know, a short tip or snippet to creatively engage your audience will get noticed. If it fits, reach out to your audience on networks like Hello Revel, that's R-E-V-E-L, HelloRevel.com, Reddit, or Quora. You can post some specialized content there to engage your audience. You can answer questions that others ask that are related, or you can ask questions yourself to bring in people who fit your ideal client avatar description. The idea is to build a relationship with you as a person and not merely as somebody who's going to sell them stuff. Yes, you're marketing yourself and your business, your services indirectly, but you're first building a relationship. You're building up the know, the like, and the trust factors. I am not suggesting that you now have to post every day on all of these other social media platforms. I am suggesting not to ignore them if you're looking to develop relationships to find new clients. Remember, keep this in mind. Your coaching roster, especially one-on-one coaching slots, are limited. You don't need to have thousands and thousands of leads to fill a private coaching calendar. So if you're finding a few more quickly in some of these other social media platforms, because you have less competition, maybe that is the best place to be looking. The fourth question to ask yourself if you hate marketing, but you want new clients is, who are some of the other coaches and experts in my industry that I can make an intentional connection or collaboration with? It's always a potential win-win when you collaborate with other entrepreneurs. Leveraging other people's connections and communities is a great way to market yourself if you hate marketing. That's because it doesn't actually feel like marketing. It's more like doing something fun with another coach or a community leader. Think of other coaches who specialize in a similar niche, other solopreneurs who focus on other business results as opposed to what you coach one-on-one for. Ideal collaborations are formed when you both or all participants have Similar audience demographics, but coach for different results. Finding these other experts and connecting with them shows your target market that you truly care about what they need. You can do many different ways of collaborating with these people. 
You can interview them, whether that's a podcast format or live streaming. You can provide a platform for them in one of your groups to teach your audience. You can host or participate in giveaway bundles, lead magnet swaps, virtual events like summits or networking events that you hold virtually. Plus, your audience will become so impressed that you do these types of collaborations because that places you in a leadership position and it elevates you in the eyes of your audience. Fifth question to ask yourself if you hate marketing but you want new clients is, who can I ask for a testimonial? When was the last time you bought a product or hired a service provider without looking at some customer reviews? These product reviews and the client testimonials provide proof to other people that you know your stuff and you can help your clients. If you work with any big names, having their testimonials can speak volumes to help attract new clients to your tribe. If you're not used to asking for testimonials, get started now and just put a process into place to make it a regular habit. Asking is sometimes the easy part. Following up with clients to collect the testimonials is what can be a bit time consuming. But if you never ask, you'll never hear the glowing praise they're giving you. Testimonials can be used throughout your website, on your product or service pages, Plus, you can use them on any sales page you create. You can even post them on social media. And if you have a really large collection, you can choose different ones to use on your different sales pages instead of repeating the same ones. Also, keep an eye open for social media comments that mention you and something favorable about what you do or a result you help someone get or an answer to a question or a problem someone posted that you helped them with. Take screenshots of those and save them. Ask the author for permission to use them and whether they prefer that you blur out any identifying names or pictures. The more testimonials and social proof you have of your services and your products, the more comfortable future students, coaching clients, customers will feel about working with you. So get started with the asks and make it a regular thing. And we've come to the sixth question to ask yourself if you hate marketing, but you want new clients is who do I need to follow up with? I want you to always remember the fortune is in the follow up. Whether you love or you hate marketing from the beginning, there's one constant you've got to always remember. The results are almost always in that follow up. How you follow up and follow through with prospective clients. It's rarely that first approach, that first touch that convinces people to buy your products or become your clients. Instead, it's the result of real consistent effort on your part. Without that follow-up, most sales never really happen. And I want you to banish the mindset that you're bothering someone by following up. You're offering them solutions to their challenges. So keep touching back with your audience through blog posts, social media messages, offering new products, consistent email newsletters. You just might be delighted at what relationships might bloom in the aftermath of that follow-up and the follow-through. So if getting new clients through traditional marketing sounds about as exciting to you as getting a root canal without any numbing or pain medication, 
then shift your mindset and focus on answering some questions. Let's recap those six questions. The first question to ask yourself is, how valuable is my free offer? The second question is, how can I find new clients locally? Question number three is, what other social media platforms can I leverage to shine a light on my expertise? Question four, who are some of the other coaches and experts in my industry that I can make an intentional connection or collaboration with? The fifth question, who can I ask for a testimonial? And the last question, question number six, is who do I need to follow up with? So go open up some brain loops for yourself with these questions. Your brain, it's going to be working to come up with some answers. Answers that will close that loop. Answers about how you're going to attract, connect, and find new prospective leads. And then how you're going to build up relationships with these people to help them on the path to becoming your new client. So there you've got it, content creators. Until next week, get some brain loops open and maybe even close them because you've got the answers. Get that content out there in the world. There are people looking for you and your solutions. Don't make them wait. Try something new this week and let me know how it's going. Let's connect over on Instagram at Dr. Melissa Brown, D-R-M-E-L-I-S-S-A-B-R-O-W-N. Tell me which one of these brain loop questions resonates most with you. Have a great week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the She's Got Content podcast. I hope you got at least one nugget to take action on this week. If you got value from today's episode, I would be so grateful when you leave a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts. It only takes a second, and it really helps me get my message out to impact even more people so they can, in turn, keep the ripple going. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts and leave a review of the show, it would really make my day, and you just might receive a shout-out on the show as my content creator of the week when I read out your review. And last but never least, if you want an endless supply of just right ideas for content you can write about for your blog post, your emails, your videos, podcast episodes, all the content things, then you want to head over to my website at she'sgotcontent.com forward slash content and pick up your free workbook, Never Run Out of Content Ideas. Look for that link in the show notes today, along with the other links mentioned in today's episode. Until next time, content creators, you've got an audience waiting to hear from you and you've got content to share with them. Stop being the best kept secret and make a bigger impact when you've got content out there in the world. 